Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. My name is Dean, joined once again by the boys, fellow enjoys of the AFL, James Matzer, George Svender. How are we going, boys? Good, Dean. Yourself, mate? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well. I've got something interesting lined up for today. So, what we'll be doing is a ranking of the top defenders split into tall defenders and your medium slash small defenders as per the AFL app. So, however they describe the player. So, if they had a defender as a key defender, we put them there. If they were just written as a defender, then they were in the other then list. Then they're re-ups so in the other just, list. Just so. to make it consistent amongst all lists. That's it. So, we'll do a top 10 of each. Um, and essentially, we'll just pick one each, starting from 10, working our way down. So and it's key that we have decided to do this list as the best since the start of the 2020s. Oh, so yes, of course. 2020, 2021, 2022, and now 2023. That's what the list is based off. So it's not purely this year, but since the start of the 2020s. I'm very curious to see how we go because when I was making my list, there's a few guys there that only might have played a year or two. Maybe they're rookies, maybe they're older guys. So I guess we'll just find out and see where they land. It's interesting, it's interesting to see how much weight you put to a specific season. or yeah. And it's easy to forget players that were good a couple of years ago that have kind of faded a bit. So, mm. well, it's, all right. so I think I'm going to start us off. So we're going to kind of just go this way. Re- reveal our lists position by position. And we'll do the tools first, right? And we will be doing the key defenders first. I'm interested to see if you guys have this guy on your list, right? I got it at number 10. I have Liam Jones. Okay. Believe it or not. No. So, here's a dude. So, there you didn't have you on your list. So, it was between him and another guy, right? But I'll explain who it was later. But this dude had two elite seasons at Carlton, in my opinion. He was one of the best key defenders in the league. And then also this year, current at Western Bulldogs, before he got injured, he was again, in a, at the time they were a top four team and again, killing it, their main key defender. So, yeah, an elite uh, intercept player, elite one-on-one player. For three seasons, I thought, yep, I'm putting him on my list. I completely didn't even think Love of it. Love it, mate. Love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Georgie, do you talk him up quite a bit? So I'm surprised. Did he come into your calculations at all? Or We'll, we'll talk about it soon. Okay. 100% Liam Jones is on this list, mate. Oh, it's good, man. There we 100% go. 100% is on this list. Dino, Dino's, Dino's lacking at it. The, the only thing I'm, I'm disappointed is that he's not higher. Oh, well, there you go. See, I actually said to you guys before the pod, like, I'm sure I've just completely forgotten some guys. And there we go. First pick, I've already haven't <laughs> <laughs> even considered him at all. Uh, um, right. You've got some time to rearrange some things, mate. No, I'm sticking by my guys. I'm sticking yeah, no, by I like it. There, I'm not going to adjust it. Uh, who you got? Uh, so in 10th place, I've got Aaliyah Aaliyah. Ooh. So I don't know if you go. guys got him. Maybe. I do. Uh, yeah. So very uh, good defender. He was all Australian in 2021. So, um, you know, a key cog to Port Adelaide's kind of defense and when he kind of made he kind of made that defensive uh, full back position his own when he went to port and um, has thrived since he kind of uh, got that opportunity so put him low on the list but uh, any all australian defend key back is probably going to feature and uh, that's where it's at for me nice like it, George. I like it so much that I've got the exact same one. So hey. <laughs> good man. I think yeah a lot of the reasons you said there. I mean when he's on his game teams need to game plan against him. So, so athletic so, as well, right? Yeah. So he can match up with any opponent. And if you just ignore him out there, he will just change the game. So I won't go on too much more seeing as though you just explained it pretty well. But yeah, Aaliyah really was my number 10. Now, do we do like a reverse, reverse. style now? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, why not, man? Why not? All right. So now I'm actually a bit worried I've got this guy too low, but I guess we'll find out. I've got Jake Lever at nine. I'm not yeah. sure where you've... You've probably got him. I'm assuming. I, I, I do think that's pretty low, man. Okay. I, I do think that's quite low. Maybe it says more about how much I rate the other guys. Um, Fair enough. But look, this guy obviously has been recruited to Melbourne for a very specific reason and he's been nothing but solid ever since. Obviously won the flag. 
Um, yeah, it's a bit controversial. I think I now think that so. I'm, I'm looking at my list, I'm like, you know what? I like these guys <laughs> above him, but Lever at nine. I guess it's a credit to him that he's on the list. Um, but I, yeah, I'm very curious to see how different we are on that one. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, so in ninth place, I've got a, a personal favorite of mine. Okay. Um, Sam Taylor. Oh, there so you go. Maybe still. not the most, still maybe not the most recognized key defender, but this guy's a superstar. He's all Australian last year. 2022, um, he's going to continue to improve and get better. Um, but he's been a very good defender over the last couple of years. Um, at a team like GWS that doesn't get a lot of attention, he very quickly became a superstar over the last couple of years. So not in 2020, but 2021 and 2022, um, in my mind, whenever I watch this guy, I'm like, man, this guy's amazing. So he finally got rewarded for all Australian honours last year, um, but... And he's ha- had another good season or started the season well this year before he got injured. So happy to reward the kid and uh, put him on my list. Yeah, There we go. So I actually didn't get him on my list and it was between him and Liam Jones for the 10th okay. spot yeah, for me. Nice. So in the end, I went with Liam Jones purely because he has played more. He's Even though he missed an entire season, he has played more games than Sam Taylor. Like he hasn't, Sam Taylor hasn't played this year. And then I think 2020... 2020 and 2021, he didn't play many games. So I'm like, you know what? Over the entire body of work, Hmm. I'm going to put Liam Jones ahead. But good pick anyway. Number nine for me was a player who goes under the radar because his team sucks generally. Um, And it's Jordan Ridley. I've got Ridley as number nine. Hmm. He's a great intercept defender. He uses it really well. Um, When he's forced to play a job because Essendon, for for some reason, you know, they haven't been able to... um, they haven't had enough key backs in the last few years. When he has been forced to play, you know, um, a lockdown role, he's been all right at it. So Jordan really makes the list at number nine. I actually didn't consider him, to be honest. Maybe really? more just I was focusing a lot on success for my list. So mm. obviously the Bombers have been a bit dodgy the last few years. But I like, I mean, I rate him as a player. Mm. I think when he's at his best and he's given the right role. Yeah, um, he's, he's a best and fairest uh, winner as well. So it's yeah. like he's, and he's, I think he's, he's recognized. An, he's an All-Australian as well. I don't think he is an Australian. I think he's an Australian. He might. He might be, man. He might, I'll have to check. We'll have to check later. But yeah, now nah, Jordan really makes the list. Um, the next one was the guy that you guys had at ten, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. I put him in there, even higher at eighth. And I think the reason why he went above those last two guys is I'm pretty sure, yeah, because he got the All Australian, very consistent. He's elite with um, intercepts, you know, and he's a pretty decent one-on-one defender as well. So he goes at eight. Beautiful. All right. So eighth for me is James Sicily. So I know that insults Matza a little bit. <laughs> it insults me a lot. But he did it miss a full season of footy. So there's a bit of body of work that's minimized a little bit for me. Um, beautiful player. Um, he's listed as a key defender. And to me, as a specific key defender, I don't think he's as strong as some of the players I've put further. I think he plays a little bit better as that intercept or kind of setting up the play type of player. So if the way that the AFL app has kind of categorized him, to me, in my personal view, affects where he's on this list mm. personally. Because if I'm looking at him as just a lockdown or a key, I don't think he's just going to give away free kicks and ag- aggravate the team, to be honest. So that is my personal opinion. I know I, I love uh, seeing Matt's a squirm as well. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's, this is making me very uncomfortable. It's absolutely beautiful. Sicily at eight. That's, that's, yeah. so that's, I've got, that's cooked. I've got Sicily at eight um, <laughs> from a key defender. But 
my explanation is more so from the key perspective, which I think Dino kind of understands from the uh, ways. I think, the, yeah, based on our reactions, I think I'm more leaning towards George's reasoning than what it seems like Matt's is. But I'm not ready to say his name just yet at eight. Yeah, okay. He's a name. I'm curious to see if you've actually thought of him or um, excluded him altogether. Dane Rampy. Oh. Okay, so yeah, okay. he's my number eight. I like Rampy. Like I said, I was looking a lot at teams that have been in a grand final or in his case, he wasn't an All-Australian recently, but he's Sydney's captain. Every time Sydney's a good team, this guy is leading the way from the back. Like he's, he can play tall, he can play small, intercept. Um, you know, any of their good teams of the past five to ten years, he's there. He's pretty prominent. So Dane Rampy is my number eight. And then number seven is my Sicily spot. So, well, I mean, it's not like he's miles away from mine, mate. Jeez. <laughs> no, that's why I agreed with you. Yeah. So, there you go. He's miles away from mine. I'll yeah, from that. those same reasons. I mean, from here on out, I think is where all my big key defenders that I personally love and could have shuffled them in any order and been happy yeah. is where they start. And Sicily for me just doesn't fit those guys. Yeah. Um, if he was put into the small defender category, I think he would have been probably that, my that's number what one. I'm saying. I think the two. AFL app has snubbed us a bit. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, we needed some sort of structure. Um, and really, yeah, all these guys on the list so far, I'm really a big fan of. But yeah, Rampy and then Sicily for me, eight and seven. Mm. All right. Back on me. Back on you at number seven. Uh, I I really like the Rampy pick. I had uh, he's, I don't have him in the list, but I have him just outside. So he's an honourable mention. Mm. And I have to say, Matza Ridley was also an honourable mention for me as well. Oh, nice. Um, seven, I've got probably one that you guys might not agree with, but I just said stuff, but I'll throw it in as a fun pick. A bit of a legacy pick, but I've got Dylan Grimes in there. So, All-Australian 2020, right. it is a little bit towards, like, his prime was probably 18 to 20, but, and, you know, he's also had injuries as well, but when he's on the park, he's a gun defender. Um, no, I think he's a must-have in the yeah. top 10, okay. honestly. Yep. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think that's a wild pick at all. Okay, he's good. a must-have. Well, yeah, I've, I've got him in there. Um, he's not as high because he is obviously towards the end of his career now um, and, and past his prime, but... Still, all straight in 2020, he's Mr. Consistent and um, pretty much anyone he matches up on when he's on the park loses. And um, he's the he's a tall defender that can play on the smalls. Like I think he's played on people like Charlie Cameron and, and affected them. So versatile in that end, that perspective as well and obviously key to their premiership success when the Tigers had it. So that's Dylan Grimes. I like that one Rate a it. lot. I like it a lot. So my next one, and this is where I might disappoint Georgie. Is number seven is where I have Jacob Weedering. Fair enough. That's fair. And the thing is with Weedering, he's a fantastic defender. He's pretty in his in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. He was really good one on one. And the last two years, he hasn't been good one on one. So twenty twenty three and twenty twenty two, he hasn't quite been there. He's been you know he's been losing a lot of goals, a lot of marking contests. So that's why he kind of lowers down on the list. But in saying that, he's still very good intercept defender, and he's also. Um, his score launches was elite for most of the years of the of, from 2020 onwards. I don't really know what a score launch is, but it sounds kind of cool. So <laughs> it's he's, elite though. <laughs> it is, he's elite though. He's, it comes up as blue on the AFL app, so we'll give him that. Um, so yeah, Weeders is there. And then to match Georgie, Dylan Grimes goes above him in my eyes. And I don't think it's really a legacy pick because he's still been, maybe this year and last year, he might have dropped down a bit, but he was the best and fairest in 2021. All Australian, I think once twenty twenty in twenty twenty. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's a gunman. He's a stalwart of mm. the Richmond defense, and it's an it's such a successful team as well. So yeah, well, you know you've right. got to 
yeah, nah. Got to give uh, the flowers to Dylan Grimes, even though I'd never usually would. Mm. But here's, here's my chance to give him his flowers. So um, that is my number six. I like it. All right. My number six is my boy Liam Jones. Hey. Oh, so nice and high. I now, like it. I, you, you were said a lot of good things about Liam Jones at 10, the fact that he's a really great one-on-one defender. He transformed his career, as we know, from a forward into a backman. But the second, the first game he played for Carlton in the back line, he was a superstar straight away. It, it was hard for commentators and the, the AFL media and people to actually get behind the fact that this guy was clearly one of the best defenders in the game instantly. But as a Carlton supporter watching him, that's just what it was. He just was not a forward. His reading of the ball was always good. His athleticism is always good. But Liam Jones, as a one-on-one defender, there was a statistic, I think, in 2021, because 2022 didn't play. He had, Out of like 100 one-on-one contests, he had lost one contest. Like This guy is a freak, and he's never... Yeah, he, like people, I think him coming back to Western Bulldogs and then him uh, getting injured now, the Western Bulldogs have shown, oh, well, this is a big loss and the media starting to talk about it. But he's not a player that will ever really get recognition as a gun. He's not All-Australian. He's been in the squad, I think, once or twice. But as a one-on-one defender, we probably haven't seen a better one in a long time. This guy is, is a freak. So I've put him high and um, it's I think he's underrated. Um, I think well justified there, Georgie, to have him that high, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's... I'm thinking, geez, I wish I had him a bit higher now. I'm wishing I had him on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Even like, look what he's done this year. I mean, we had him as as a super coach pick and he didn't necessarily start, but that's not not what his job is. His job is to stop and and, and to intercept and Mm. and read the play. And he does that as good as anyone on this list, in my opinion. It'll be interesting to see how the dogs go now because we're recording this at about the end of the bye round. So apparently he's out for a number of weeks. Let's see if they can hold the top eight spot without such a crucial cog in their team. Um, okay, so where am I up to? Number six, six is actually where I've got Weedering. I'm not sure if that's where you had him as well, Matt. So you had him six or seven? I had him seventh. Seventh, yeah. I've had him at six. I mean, I won't talk about him too much more, but if I'm starting a defense and I need to keep back, he'd be on the short list of guys that you'd love to have, right? Can Absolutely. Can yeah. body up any of the key forwards in the league. And so long as Carlton defends well as a team, he doesn't get beat, really. Mm. Um so, yeah, I won't go on too much more. But number five, this is where I've got Jeremy McGovern at oh. five. Okay, now, I don't know about you guys, but this guy here, when the Eagles were good, and obviously let's write off last year and this year, but a couple of years ago when the Eagles weren't such a basket case, this guy is just unplayable, man. Like, he just intercepts everything. Um, he's not as much of a lockdown defender as I think the guys above him are. But even so, like, you think of the success the Eagles have had in the previous years, and, and this guy is just crucial to it. Mm. He's one of the best at what he does. See, interesting with Jay Gov, I don't have him on my list. Interesting. And you know what the thing is? It's because I feel like he hasn't played like at all the last three years. But I, I do, I appreciate that you had him on because I was looking at him and I'm like, man, Jay Gov deserves to be there, but it's just he hasn't played enough. But yeah, yeah. Well, he like deserves to be, I, in my, I agree with Matza, he deserves to be on a list of great key defenders. I just don't think he fits this one because of the timeline that we're specifically mm. talking about. I didn't yeah. look too much into how many games he's played. I do know, obviously, he's missed some time. And like I said, this year and last year, the Eagles, you know, I didn't really factor it into it. But for me, if I'm thinking of who are the best defenders of the last couple of years, um, anytime this guy's on the park, he, he's one of them, in my yeah, opinion. That's but very cool. I can see why you've omitted him. And some of the guys that you've put in there, 
mm. are probably more justified in terms of bulk of work. Yeah. Um, but he's my um, boy, J-Gov. J-Gov, was that five? That's five for me, Matt. There you yeah. go. All right. So, in fifth place, I've got Weedering. There we go. Well, so, I guess it's not, it's not that much further than It's not myself. that much further. Yeah. Look, I, I think Weedering's never been an All-Australian, but in 2020, 2021, and 2022, he's been in the All-Australian squad. And he's been snubbed. I know that I'm a Cullen supporter and you know a bit subjective, but um, I think he's been. I think he he deserves to be All Australian um, at least once of those times. But he's been a, amongst it. Uh, we know that he's a good one-on-one defender. I think um, this year has tainted him a little bit because he just hasn't performed to the standard that we know him. Like a lot of Carlton. Mm. And that's probably because the midfield probably hasn't been winning as much ball. That's right. He cops it. He cops the ball into his defense a lot quicker. And it's hard to, it's hard to you know, um, defend yeah. that. So, And I mean, he's had some personal reasons as well. I don't know how much that affects his performance. Oh, yeah. He got scammed. But, some money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, even you said last year that he wasn't as strong and he was better in the early years. I'd probably say that I disagree with that. I think even in really? 2022, he was super, super good. And uh, especially in the first 10 weeks, he was just so on top of his opponents that I don't think he lost the contest. So Maybe I was looking at the stats a bit too much. Whereas you watch, watch him week in, week out, and you can probably... Yeah, I mean, he passes I'm, the eye test for you. For, yeah, definitely. So yeah. I, I think, I think we, he's a number one draft pick. And um, over the last three years, he's given us everything that we'd want from a key defender. That's a number one pick. And um, yeah, this year hasn't been to the standard. Um, that we'd expect, but that's the same for you could say that for pretty much most Carlton players. And you know, you'd back in Weedering to over the last couple of weeks, he's been a little bit better, but you back him in for the years to come to be the, the key back and, and uh, you know, general of the defense for the Blues going forward. So cool. Um, so five for me was Jakey Lever. So he's um, a lot higher than on Dino's list, but I think with Jake Lever factoring in success, also elite intercept player. You know, this is a, a perennial top four team and, you know, he helps marshal that defense so, so well. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I had to have him quite high up on my list. Like that was a, it was a no, no brainer for me. So he's at five. Number four is Harris Andrews and him, he's just, he's, he's a big boy down there, man. He, he, uh, he clunks some marks. He can, uh. Um, what can he do, man? Like he's a, <laughs> nah, he's you know all Australian. He's um, I think he's been up there for their best and fairest as well. But yeah, no, Harrison Andrews makes the makes his spot at number four. Love it. Um, I've got Lever at four as well. Okay, cool. So look, uh, as you said, I mean Melbourne, you know, a premiership team. Um, he him and uh, his teammate, uh, who I'm sure we'll all talk about soon. Um. A keys to the defense and um, to such a strong defensive system, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been a great player for a long time. I think it's relatively self-explanatory. Lever in my mind. Nice. Yeah, nice. Okay, so at four, I've got Darcy Moore. Okay. Okay, so yeah, this guy. I mean, he's really taken a step forward this mm. year, right? And and even last year when Collingwood turned their form around pretty drastically, mm. he's been superb. I mean, probably one of the smartest defenders in the league, I would say, in terms of intercept and. When to play off his man, when to stay on his man, can play as they'd intercept, can play lockdown as well, even on like smaller players. Mm. I just think he's on almost the perfect defender. Um, and if Collingwood goes on to win the premiership this year, you best bet he'll be a pretty big reason why, I think. Um, and then at three, this is where I've got Dylan Grimes. 
Oh, there you Ooh, go. Nice. I like it, Dino. I've gone high on Grimes, man. I like it, man. Like he's it one of lot. these guys where you look at him and you think, why is he so good? And is he actually that good? And then you watch him and he locks down your key forward and you think, okay, yep, I get it now. I just think he's got great closing speed, really smart. He plays like the nuances of defense really well. Like you'll put a body on you at the right time, intercept, you know, when you think he's no chance of getting it. He must have a pretty long wingspan or something, but... I don't know, man. This guy here, when Richmond was dominant, he was an absolute force back there. And I just think, considering, obviously, Richmond has taken a bit of a dip in form in the last year or two, but in 2020, when they won the flag, you know, he was the guy. So, Mm. yeah, I don't know. Considering where you guys had him, I think for me, top three, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go for it. That's going to be my my pick that I'm just going to stand by. So, I like it then. Dill Grimes at three for me. Shout out to Grimy. Grimy. All right. So, closing into the top now, with number three, I've got uh, Moore, Darcy Moore. Mm. So, look, I think especially this year, he's been exceptional. Um, but, you know, he's been in All-Australian already. Um, he's been, I think, in the squad as well. Um, he's the captain of Collingwood. He sets up their plays. He's very athletic and he's got a very penetrating kick as well for like a key defender. He's, he mm. takes the kick in and then he'll do a 50-metre bomb and set up Collingwood's plays like that, similar to what like a Sicily can do as well. So mm. I think Darcy Moore is an exceptional player. I think he's, as you said, a complete defender and um, he's been good for many years. He's not just, yeah, he's probably at the peak of his powers now, but he's been good uh, for many years and uh, and uh, been Collingwood's main man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think he's clearly one of the best defenders in the game. Oh, yeah. All right. So here's my number three. Speaking of penetrating kick, you know, setting up a team from the defense. I wonder who. I wonder who. Jimmy Sissels is at number three for All me. Right, number three. And the reason for that, he has only played two and a half seasons of the last, like what? Since 20, he played 2020 for like, I don't know, 14 games. He missed 2021. But 2022, ridiculous season. Should have been All-Australian. Yep. 2023 so far this year. He's well, he's been suspended twice, but he's been a freak when he plays. Like <laughs> yeah. he, man, he's just he's my guy. Like he's a dude who can, if needed, he can play as a key defender. But uh, his best role is as an intercepting beast. You know, chopping up, you know, attacking players, and then setting them up the other way. Which we agree with, right? Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no. Nah. See, I didn't really take too much into account the idea that the key defender list. I just thought he's put in as a key. I'm going to rank these guys regardless of, you know, Completely if he's fair. playing as a yeah. key defender or as an intercept defender. He's number three. He's my guy. Shout out to James Sissels. Um, so now I've got to go number two, and that's where I've gone Darcy Moore. Mm. Darcy Moore, yeah. What, what You guys, have you, you've talked about him enough, but I will also say this season, I think he's going to be the uh, All-Australian captain. Yeah, you I, know? Think, I think I it will be too. I don't know if we're going to, this will be released before the All-Australian. It'll probably be released before the All-Australian, but yeah, you heard it here first. All-Australian captain. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, I'm with you on the captaincy. I think he's got that in the bag. Um, for number two, I've got Harris Andrews. So I've rated him very highly. To me, he's kind of just been who you just automatically go as one of the best defenders for a long time and for as long as I can remember. Um, he's all trained 2020. He's in the squad in 2022. But really, he's been Brisbane's main guy. And Brisbane have been good for many years. <laughs> Um, a little bit of an unassuming player, and he is sh- shipped up to Gold Co- to um, Brisbane, where they don't get a lot of attention. But I just associate Harris Andrews with key defender and gun, and I think he's been one of the most consistent players over the last couple of years. And so I've just put him right at the top. 
See, Love here, here's just, where it gets interesting, Dino. Who's your number two? This is my two and my number one, right? So, yeah. number two is Stephen May. Oh. Okay, so... Who hasn't he said then? We've got to work out who he hasn't yeah, said. Number one's Harris Andrews then. We'll get to it. There must um, be. But look, number two, Steve May, I think we'll all agree. You've probably all got him number one. We both have by the number sounds one of it, so. by, the, uh, by process of elimination. I would, I would Feels, so. Does it feel weird? No, I've got Jake Lloyd number one. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, key uh, defender Jake Lloyd. But no, look, I guess oh. things that we've all got him two or one, I mean... Mm. We can all talk about it together. But this guy yeah. here, I mean, another one of those ones during that time where Melbourne went out, they got May, they got Lever, and just transformed their team. And it actually mm. allowed them to win the flag, really. Mm. Obviously, talent all over the field for them, but it's not happening without him. I mean, lock, when you say lockdown, this guy is a human meatball back there, like, <laughs> but in a good way. Like, you just yeah. can't move him. He's an immovable object, really. Mm. Um, he's got quick hands as well, decent foot skills. Yeah, he averages like... like I think it's like thirteen or fourteen kicks a game. Yeah, something like that. So he's he's putting it on the boot a lot. He's um, um pushing it forward again. He was another one of those guys scoring surges or whatever it was. Whatever I said it was. Matza loves a scoring a surge. scoring surge, scoring involvements. He's up there with those numbers because he's he's taking kick ins, mm. gun. Yeah, and especially like with these top two guys for me, I'm just looking at who's this physical specimen that I would say, yep, that's a key for a uh, key back. Who's going to lock down Tom Hawkins? Who's going to lock down? You know, these other big boys. Um, so, I'd back him in above almost everyone. But for me, it's Harry Andrews, man. Mm. I love this guy. I mean, you just look at him. He's got the most unique body out of any defender on this list. doesn't look like, like a footballer at all. No, he's like the longest arm. He looks like a swimmer almost. Like huge arms, broad shoulders, can mark. I mean, we're recording this again in round 15. This guy just had a game and a half against the Saints. <laughs> um, mm. So, if you're watching this on delay, because we're going to pre-record, obviously. But, man... I just really think if I was starting a team like for North Melbourne, if I can pick anyone in the entire league to have in our defense, I'm picking this guy. So that's why I've got him at number one. Fair enough. Well, I think it's no spoiler. I think we've already spoiled it that May's number one for me. Yep, same. Um, all Australian three years running. To me, he's the general. He's the best fullback in the game. Um, he made Jake Lever a better player. I think Jake Lever went to Melbourne one year before May, didn't he? I bel- I'm not really sure to be honest with you, but regardless, yeah. I don't think Lever was the player he was until May came in. He c- clearly directs the team, and any time that May- he- May's pretty consistent, he plays most games. But any time that he's missing, it's so obvious Melbourne plays so much worse. Mm-hmm. So he sets up everything. Uh, he's as three years since running the fullback in the All Australian team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the goat, bro. Yeah, and another another thing with him, he so again May number one for me. He's been second and third in their best and fairest in the last three yeah, years, well. which is pretty much winning it considering they've got Clary and Petrarca and, and Gorn. Gorn yeah. So like, how, like, you know what I mean? Like, In another team, he's winning two best and fairest in the last three years. And that means you know he has to be very, very much up there on the list and that's why he's number one. Um, but yeah, I think that was a really good list, boys. I don't think anyone really missed anything too crazy. I was a bit worried that some of my picks would get some like, oh my God, no way. No. Nah. In a bad way, but nah. I think we didn't offend each other too much. Yeah, no. I think so, so you, Dino missed Jones. Uh, so would you say if you had time again, you'd have a look at that? I'm just trying to see whether there's any omissions yeah. that we'd... I think Aaliyah Aaliyah was the one. I was like, oh, can I think of anyone else? And honestly, I just didn't think of Jones. Yeah. So I probably would swap them two out at least. And then where I'd put Jones, I'm not sure. I'd have to think about it. McGovern, again, you boys made the good point. Like he hasn't played maybe as many games and, and the form of West Coast has been a bit iffy, obviously. Um, but I just went from like out of love, really, to be honest. Like who do I think of? That's a key defender. As far as I'm concerned, he's still playing. I'm associating him in my mind with mm. what I know McGovern as. So that's why I placed him where I did. But 
Fair enough. You know, obviously, if I had more time and research into it, probably would change the order slightly, but I'm pretty happy looking back. Mm. All right. I what about we, you guys? Yeah. Sorry, any quick reflections on your list? No, I'm, I'm pretty happy, to be honest with you. Maybe, if anything, like Jones maybe a bit higher, if anything. Like, but yeah. like, I think, um, <laughs> and Ridley, maybe his spot is a bit iffy, but at the same time, I like, actually like the Ridley pick, to be honest. I yeah. think, like, at the same time, but he's, he's a, yeah, he's a gun. Fair Good enough, interceptor, man. Interceptor, you know, best and fairer, so yeah. All good. Well, we'll leave it at that for this episode. What we'll do is record a few others. You can probably see where we're going. We're not going to do the uh, small defenders. We haven't separate up. Yeah, have we gone for too long? Have we? How long has it been? About half an hour. Oh, there we go. No, fair enough. I reckon we yeah. can. Uh, we can leave it for another one. We'll be we'll be back on the uh, <laughs> non key. Nancy doesn't want to leave me. <laughs> nah, man, I love this man. The <laughs> rankings is fun. I think we'll have oh, each nice. to their own. Give each episode their own. Um, time to air out each yeah, of the no. different positions but I like it um, yeah thanks everyone for watching I guess if you disagree with us and you're insulted by our picks just let us know fight me um, you know if you agree with me that Dan Rampy should be on the list just give me some love um, no we love Rampy we love Rampy we love yeah Rampy. Nah, he's the Ramp's nice guy but yeah comment your list I'd be curious to know if we didn't think of anyone maybe we did but um, all good and yeah we'll catch you on the next one thanks everyone thank you thank you bye